Zay Flowers set to return to Boston College, and Pitt has a new quarterback. Find out who and just what the rescheduling policy for ACC basketball might look like as we're gearing up for what should be a wild COVID winter. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC at Locked on ACC on Twitter. You can also subscribe on YouTube. AJ Black from Locked on Boston College is in the building to get us kicked off for what should be some really important ACC football and basketball news. Now, today's episode is brought to you by NetSuite. NetSuite is a number one cloud financial system to power your growth. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA for a special end of year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. AJ, I hope you've had a great start to your week, friend. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy around here with all the, the, the breakthrough cases and everything. It feels like it feels like 2020 all over again with what's <laughs> going on in sports and what's going on in the world. Um, but I'm safe and at home, so that's all I can say for that right now, you know? Yeah, a hundred percent. I, you know, seeing the news about the cases on the cruise, and I was like, "Oh, this really is like 2019, where we're just starting over, December 2019, and everything." At least we know now what to expect. I guess you could say. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> at least you hope that like there's good chunks. Like, I live up in Massachusetts, and and the, the vaccination rate's really good up here. So, like. The, the hospitalizations and pieces like that have gone down dramatically since what we had in 2020, but yeah, it's still, it's still crazy. Even with all that. Yeah, you know. for sure. For sure. It's wild and it's madness. And of course there are so many moving parts as we'll talk about ACC basketball and the rescheduling policy, what that currently looks like and what it could look like in the coming days, weeks, whatever, what have you. Commissioner Phillips certainly will have a lot on his hands, but there is plenty of breaking news in the ACC football world. Let's start with the fact that Zay Flowers, the wide receiver out of Boston College, has decided to return and he will be with his old-time friend, Phil Dracovic. The Eagles are looking pretty good as they look to try and make a fight in that Atlantic division. How are you feeling, AJ, about this return from Zay? Oh, I'm getting the wiggles and the toes. This is, this is getting me excited. <laughs> um, you know, the two big questions for Boston College football this offseason was going to be, will Phil Jakovic return and will Zay Flowers return? Now, Phil, yeah. I always thought he was going to come back. He just did not have a good end of his year. That injury pretty much messed up any chance that he was going to have to get drafted anywhere respectable mm -hmm. in the NFL draft. However, Zay, I felt like he had enough game film to like get some respect. Like he's a guy that like you'd have enough game field to, to, to be like, Hey, this is what he can do. Also, sure. he'd probably kill it during his, his tryouts. He probably burn it on the 40 and, and do some really big things. So I feel like he could have done well and it could have gone either way. Um, someone, a, a connection I had, I, I had said to a friend of mine who covers Notre Dame, who knows the Dracovic situation and was one that kind of clued me in when he was going to commit to BC. I said, there must've been, I mean, Phil must've known that Zay was going to come back in order mm -hmm. for him to make that decision. I just felt like that would be a big thing for him to know that because yeah. he didn't, he didn't know that. So it was a surprise even for the quarterback um, that, that Zay was going to do that. Now having Zay get back for Boston college. I mean, if you've watched any of BC, he's something Boston college has never had before. He's mm -hmm. an electric wide receiver and with Dracovic to get him the ball, which they didn't have this year. Dennis Corsell couldn't get it to him. 
Phil Jakovic can. He can throw it to him 40 yards down the field and let Zay yeah. Street to catch it. So, you know, the big question is, can the two of them stay healthy? Zay's done a good job at that. Phil struggled with it. But if they can, look out for Boston College and the Atlantic in 2022. Yeah, no doubt. And I think that's the biggest you know, piece of all of this is having this one-two tandem. And I know a lot of looks were talked about in terms of Boston College's defense, but they held their own, it seemed, during the season. Now, Boston College is going to be in the mix with the Clemsons, the NC States, and the Wake Forests of the world. Do you feel like it's going to be a top-heavy division and more so of our argument of why we probably shouldn't have divisions in our conference? Because it feels as if it's Atlantic and everybody else, especially on that side of the coastal which we'll talk about here in just a second yeah totally i i've i've been on the get rid of the the divisions i love 2020 and i wished they took that system back not mm-hmm. just because of the unfairness because you know for a while I was just watching clemson win over and over and over again yeah but i like to see the different schedules i liked playing a season with playing unc virginia georgia tech and duke that mm-hmm. was fun it was different you didn't get that often uh for a boston college person so I like I just like it more because it, it it mixes up the schedule a little bit more. Yeah, it's not yeah. like every single season you're like, okay, we're playing Clemson at home. We played them next next year right away. It just gets kind of repetitive and it keeps it kind of nice and fresh. Um, yeah. But look at the quarterbacks in the a- uh, ACC Atlantic next year. You got Devin Leary, DJ. You have uh, Malik Cunningham. Mm-hmm. You have um, Phil Dracovic. And um, Jordan Travis, and then you have Syracuse, and um, <laughs> so you, <laughs> you you have a very very strong Atlantic. Uh, division that's going to be a, a lot of big battles it's going to be a lot of fun to watch yeah absolutely and to add sam hartman from wake forest who made the decision oh, to return you know of course you. he doesn't want to have his career in the way it did you know in charlotte of course so yeah 100 percent heavy over there and then on the side of the coastal things are actually going to get a little more interesting as keaton slope there it is slovis he is the USC Southern California transfer who has decided to commit to Pittsburgh. And everyone's like, okay, Kenny Pickett is gone. It's not going to be the same team. But here we have Izzy Abacan. There it is. Abanaconda. Okay. I had to get my names all good. Rodney Hammond, Jordan Addison, Jared Wayne, and Gavin Bartholomew. A pretty loaded Pitt Panthers team, which of course you talk about Carolina and all their four to five star recruits. You talk about Virginia and Brendan Armstrong possibly returning and Tony Elliott and what that could be. But it's going to be interesting with also having Tyler Van Dyke in Miami. What can he do with Mario Cristobal, who's supposed to be this quarterback whisperer? Things are getting interesting for the offense on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Let me tell you, so far there's been a ton of quarterback movement this offseason. Yeah. Keaton Slovis to Pitt has to be near the top. I put that above uh, Spencer Radler. I, okay. You know, some of these other moves. I, I think – I thought last year when he played for USC – he was good and he was good this year too. He th- he completed almost 70% of his passes and yeah. you get that in Pitt's offense. When you have Jordan Addison against some weaker ACC teams, he is going to shred some of those defenses that he plays against. He's just a good solid quarterback. That's going to be put in a position with some weapons that are going to work for him. Mm-hmm. I love this move for Pitt. I, I yeah. couldn't believe it when I heard it, I couldn't believe that Jordan, uh, that Keen Slove was going to transfer in the first place. I had him right. on my short list for the Heisman <laughs> last year. And yeah. then to see him, you know, get kind of pushed out, it was, it, it was, it's just the way it's that weirdness of college football right now, but Pitt's yeah. going to gain from it. And I think it's starting something special with the Panthers and 
I doubted them to start the year, and I am off the doubting. I, I'm off the. I'm not. I'm off doubting Narduzzi from now on. He. I, I'm buying in on him. That's fair, and I'm sure we'll have to listen to Nick Farabo locked on pit. If you want to hear more exclusive information, there's also a locked on now. If you want to get some inside tips to that, but I'm all. I'm always interested to see you know Lincoln Riley making that decision to not really keep you know Slovis around. I mean, back at the helm, is it because it's not your guy? What is it that makes people you know not want to hold on to talent that they clearly see on the field? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm guessing it's because Riley likes to do that kind of, I don't, I don't want to call it air raid, but like very open offensive, just chucking it down the field. Mm-hmm. Slovis is much more finesse, I would okay. say. Like he's, a, he's a precision passer. Like get that. He, I, don't, I don't think of him as like rushing to the line like Lincoln Riley will do with his quarterbacks. He's mm-hmm. not really all that mobile. Um, but so it may be just a, it's a system fit. Like he's just mm. not the right system. But the, sure. I always say to that, like, that's on the coaching staff. If you have a, <laughs> like a guy like Slovis, a guy that is that talented, you fix your offense to fit it for him because yeah. you want, like you shouldn't just exile him and go, yeah, screw that. I'm going to go get somebody else. That doesn't That's make fair. any sense. Like just tweak it just a little bit and you can make it work. <laughs> Good coaches can do that. Yeah, I 100% agree. And I think it's going to be a long day for Lincoln Riley. Now, we've all been talking about, and you know you've listened here first, AJ Black and I have gone over some bowl games as we're preparing for Boston College to play East Carolina, the first ACC bowl game to kick off bowl season for ACC football. Now, if you have not yet, I've been telling you about prize picks. And if you still haven't signed up, what are you waiting for? Prize picks not only offers the football action that you can get in during this bowl season, college football playoffs at that, but you can also get in on college basketball as AJ and I prepare to talk about the ACC gearing up for what they'll do about their COVID-19 policies. Prize Picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. It offers more college football and basketball props than anyone in the world. All of your users that deposit and use promo code locked on L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N will will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play that you are able to download quick and easy in under 60 seconds or less. It's safe and offers fast withdrawal. So don't hesitate. Go to prizepix.com, use Locked On, or go to your App Store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Now, once you are set in that regard, make sure that you hit up the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. As we mentioned, today's episode is brought to you by NetSuite. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR planning, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite for the new year. NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked, L-O-C-K-E-D. Again, go to netsuite.com slash locked for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. AJ Black, Locked on Boston College, joining the show as we're talking about Zay Flowers returning to Boston College. He'll play for the Eagles this fall yet again in a very good 
always humorous Instagram posts where the long posts, you write three paragraphs only to tell people either you're declaring for the draft, you're transferring, or you're decided to return. You got unfinished business, right? You also have Slovis, who is going to pit after a trip to Southern California. Now he's taking his talents way cold over there in Heinz Field. It's going to be interesting to see how he adjusts to that. But more importantly, we have to pivot because there is a lot of breaking news happening for ACC basketball, specifically on the men's side. We've seen already for women, as I talked about on yesterday's show, some forfeits going on between Miami, having Duke not being able to compete against them. But now you see it for Boston College, Wake Forest game being declared a forfeit. Wake Forest already getting a number one, or already getting a three two and no start into their conference play, looking for three and no if Louisville decides to play them on December 29th, but that remains to be seen because Louisville is experiencing COVID stuff. So now we're sitting here with a Boston College team that's fully vaccinated, has some COVID issues going on, but with the policies currently in place, because you have issues, you have to forfeit a game. They don't even try and reschedule. I know, AJ, you have so much to talk, so I'm giving you all the floor to let me know just how frustrating this is for the Eagles program and really ACC basketball as a whole. Okay, so... I'm putting all politics aside on this. I'm not getting into any political discussion about this. Sure. I'm going to give you the facts. The facts, as you just said, Candace, is Boston College is 100% vaccinated. Right. To be on campus, you have to be vaccinated. Um, or, and so that means that for athletes, for, for the team, for the staff, they all have to be vac- vaccinated, right? Sure. So this rule, uh, the ACC, it's an ACC policy, is that if there is a COVID outbreak on your roster – you have to forfeit. And the reason they created this was sort of as a punishment on teams that had guys that were not vaccinated Yes, because back before uh, Delta, before um, Omicron, it was just thought that, you know, if you got vaccinated, you were good. Yeah. Now we're learning with this new strand, this new variant that that doesn't matter. Right. You could still in it. And it's not, you're getting as sick as you used to get. Cause if you're vaccinated, you're going to, you know, it, it does fight that off. But mm-hmm. all these guys that got vaccinated, you're starting to get hit with it. So now we get this archaic ACC rule punishing Boston College, one of the few programs that has a 100% vaccination rate, mm-hmm. for reasons I don't understand. I don't understand why BC has to forfeit this game. They yeah. didn't do anything wrong. They had everyone vaccinated. They did what the, the conference wanted them to do, but they still got a loss. It makes no sense to me at all. And the ACC and, and you know, for, you know, I, and I know there's other teams that have different things, but this is BC has been put up as the gold standard for this whole mm-hmm. situation for a year, a year now. And I know they've had issues, but mm-hmm. this, you know, now that they have that policy, th- this, this new rule needs to update. It needs to change because it doesn't um, accurately uh, reflect mm-hmm. the current state of the pandemic. Yeah, I completely agree there. And listen, I'm all for postponements. I'm all for, you know, possibility of trying to reschedule, which they tried to do when all of this first started, right? They were trying to figure out ways to make it up. And I get it. Like, we're trying to make up games, as we saw Duke have to do twice. You know, all people have popped with COVID positive cases. Now, my first, you know, couple questions here. If this was a Duke situation, if this was a Carolina, even if this was, let's say, a Wake Forest or a Syracuse, would we be having the same conversation in terms of forfeit? Or do you, like, do you think it's a Boston College issue where it's like, okay, we're going to make an example out of you, but it wouldn't happen necessarily for some 
we'll say blue bloods in our conference. I don't know if it's a make a, a point out of you. I think it's more that they don't care enough about yeah. BC. Like mm-hmm. the, if Mike Krzyzewski was out there, Coach K was out there reaming up and down uh, the ace, you know, Jim Phillips for the, for this law, uh, this rule. Sure. And, you know, Jim Beheim was out there doing it. Believe me, this rule would change very quickly. Mm-hmm. But Earl Grant's a quiet guy. BC's near the bottom of the pack. And they don't get that respect. And so mm-hmm. because of that, you know, they're not going to get the change. And it's going to it's going to take, you know, the a big battle between D- Duke and UNC. And then all of a sudden, you know, they get all the ESPN ads and boom, COVID yeah. shut down. And then you get <laughs> crying on 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 or, or getting angry and snarling about it during a press conference. And then all of a sudden, Jim Phillips listens again. So I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, and you know, Coach K has already mentioned that they're not doing enough in terms of testing, and that we're putting ourselves in a position to be, you know, kind of behind the behind the mark when it comes to COVID. And I I agree. I think yep. you need to just get it all out in the open. But I also think it's time to have like, well, I don't know, a COVID committee protocol committee. Let's re let's reconvene and see that this is a real time. We've already been updating. They need to take a page out of you know the NFL and NBA's book while it did while it worked in the sense of trying to pressure people or encourage people to get vaccinated it no longer is an issue because people are vaccinated and still getting it we're we gonna do we have to list the entire Greek alphabet before we understand how many variants are coming into play and then how many forfeitures before you have nobody in the race <laughs> for the top of the ACC how do you make it you know to where your title is legitimate because of all the people who didn't have an opportunity to play necessarily or whatever what have you so I think that's when you start getting into trouble especially as you mentioned when you have those TV deals going on and who's playing on ESPN versus ESPN2 versus ACC Network Plus that's when we're starting to say okay maybe we're gonna have to figure things out I think the next step that's gonna come up and the thing that could push them to do it is this is that I don't I believe this rule is for all sports so I think if this was to hit a bowl game Mm. and they lose all the revenue for a bowl game that also will put push Jim Phil's button because those bowl games, the TV rights and the deals that they get for the conference are huge. Yeah. So if, and, and I, I'm saying it's probably going to be coming. So just wait, <laughs> I don't know what team is going to hit, <laughs> but just the way everything is going in the world right now, something's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Um, we have and, about nine ACC teams playing in the bowl. I'm pretty sure there's going to be issues with one of them. And you know, they're probably going to end up going to the NFL route, which is, which I, I mean, I guess is fine, but it's the, you know, unless you have uh, symptoms, we're not going to test you, which is just basically saying we're not doing anything. So <laughs> because the players aren't going to say anything yeah. and the coaches aren't going to say anything, they're just going to throw them out there. So I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see more of that pop up soon too. Yeah. I want to ask you if you were commissioner Phillips, what would you do here in a second? I want to know what your thoughts are and how you probably, what do you think would best be to proceed and move forward after i remind our fans here that bet online has you covered this holiday season with more props odds and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs bet online remains your number one spot for all sports action head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit just by using promo code locked on l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n to receive your bonus from basketball football boxing right to your favorite vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports so don't wait and take advantage bet online is where the game starts now listen if you love a good delicious treat you will get the best of both worlds between between a delicious and healthy 
bar, like Built Bar. So many flavors, chocolate, double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter, brownie, mint brownie, cherry, and more. Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those small doors as we're getting that last minute shopping in, right? Because the season of peace and love, don't let Built Bar get away from you. People are so passionate about their favorite flavor. If you want to have a little holiday conversation, bring up what Built Bar treat they love the best. Maybe it's Built Bar Puffs, the marshmallow treats that are essential for this holiday season. Even tell Santa or whoever you just choose to write to during the North Pole to put some of those Built Bars in your stocking. Listen, Built.com is where you should head right now. Use promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. That's locked 15 and you get 15% off your order. Again, Built.com. Lock 15 promo code for 15% off your next order. So we're wrapping up the day's show here with AJ Black. And of course, if he was Commissioner Phillips for the day and he had to make some rescheduling policies, how would you go about just making sure the Ducks get in a row for the rest of basketball season and what probably may be, you know, the start of a football year this fall if we don't get things together? Oh, so I have a multi-point plan here, Candace. Okay. I have an idea. <laughs> it's based off of some things that happened last year, so it's like learning from the past to build on the future. There we go. So what I would do, and I think most leagues should probably do this at this point, is shut down all sports for like the next like two weeks. Just okay. like hit the hard reset on this because yeah. right now it's it's a cluster bleep. And mm-hmm. erase, as I said before, like erase <laughs> all the forfeits. For any team that has it, just get rid of it, Okay. Yeah. And what you're going to do is add a month onto the end of the schedule and move March Madness. Move it to May because Mm -hmm. as we saw last year during the COVID stuff, like around March, it kind of like cleared up. Mm -hmm. And so you Mm -hmm. can get some games in in March. You could do the conference tournaments in April and then you could do May Madness. And I know a lot of people out there are like hell bent on tradition and you have to do it in a certain time. Who cares? This is not a – this is not a typical time. Let's just yeah. get it in. Let's get the guys yeah. healthy. Let's get the women healthy and and do it when we can do it safely, which will probably be in May. So take, take some time off. Put those games that we miss at the end of the season. Move the conference championship back a little bit and move the national championship back a little bit more. It'll all work out. I don't disagree at all. I think we are not operating as we understand that we are in a different space. And I completely agree with you there. Like it's not normal. We are not ever probably going to get back to complete whatever we saw of normalcy before 2020. And that's fine. But I think we also have to take a moment to recognize that while we're in the thick of it, maybe we should reconsider how we're moving. And I think the way we're trying to act as if nothing is happening is the biggest issue because you see guys who are vaccinated pop up on the COVID protocols. You see guys who are unvaccinated and it really doesn't matter either way it goes. It's the fact that they're unavailable, period. And so I think that's the biggest issue of unavailability is going to give us, it's going to cheapen the product, which is what everyone does not want to see. You do not want to watch a G League, a managers who are now starters for your favorite team playing because that's who's available right I, I don't think you need to see walk-ons having to lead the squad because of you know not being able to reschedule or change your policies to be most effective so why not just take a break may madness sounds great to me I just think it's just silly to me to try and pretend as if none of this is real like we're just sometimes I feel like we're just operating as none of this is really happening right and like and 
to, to, to take the flip side of the Boston College thing, right? Mm-hmm. So Boston College goes in. Now, Now say they play Florida State, and Florida State has to, to forfeit. Now BC gets a win there against a team they probably never had a chance to beat. Yeah. And you're going to get a bunch of this. And maybe BC goes like 8-4 and four in the ACC because they're just <laughs> winning forfeit games over and over again. How is that fair? How is that basketball it's, or, or, or athletics? It's it's nonsense. So what – Jim Phillips needs – and the NCAA in general, and I know they're, they move like the, at the at – the, pace of the glacier needs to think of like different ways of approaching this. And I don't have any faith that they'll do it, but like you can do this and, and keep the athletes safe. And for those that are saying, Oh, but they're 20 and they're not going to get hurt. Look at the bench. There's, there's assistant coaches that are 60 on that, you know, like, you know, and we got to take care of everybody out there. It's not just about the players. The guy, it's the support staff. It's the guys, the trainers, all all the other guys that are helping out. And so, you know, I, I, it, it's about, I feel I'm getting like myself all worked up here. Um, okay. <laughs> um, it's all about like, you know, thinking outside the box, making it work. Cause you can make it work. We, yeah. we have, we've shown we can do that, but as you just said, Candace, like just doing it as is, is just, it's not cutting it. Yeah. It's extremely lazy. And I think I, you hit the nail on the head. Everyone on that court is not of the, you know, tip top shape health where they can just let things rock. Like we're all not operating where we can run seven miles on a basketball court per game. We're just fine. You know, we can't just function. So that's the biggest Huggins on West Virginia. (laughs) You're sweating from walking one end to the other. I don't want him getting COVID. <laughs> no, because he would get up out the paint. Like, I think that's the biggest issue. Like, we don't – because I because we have not seen any major tragedies, you know, in regards to COVID, especially with athletes, I think that's another reason why it has not yet been a sense of urgency to really make some things shake. And, of course, oh, they get mild symptoms. They get no symptoms at all. We don't care about testing anymore. But, again, as you mentioned, it's not just them out there on the field. It's not just them, you know, hugging and dapping each other up. It's especially with the disease that you just don't even know where it's coming from. It's so critical to understand the ramifications of what we're kind of putting a lot of people through because, you know, games run not just by the players performing. It's a whole function. It's a whole system. So being more cognizant of that is essential for us to really get things rolling. But, you know, we're not on a soapbox. At the end of the day, we can, you know, preach all we want to. They're going to do what they're going to do. I just think, like you said, we could be watching a Boston College Syracuse ACC championship game the way things are rolling. We could watch, you know, Wake Forest and Duke. Who knows the way the forfeits may go. But hopefully if, you know, we have guys like Coach Beheim and Coach K, you know, even have on the women's side Coach Banghart from Carolina, oh, yeah. or even, you know, have the Louisville coach kind of step up, maybe we'll see things you know, ultimately change Westmore from NC State. I think it's going to take, you know, the bigger wave coaches really advocating for some sense of, you know, not even normalcy, the not the word, but some sense of, you know, intelligence really to try and make sure that we put player safety, you know, above and beyond the first forefront of being I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I'm on a spiral, I'm on a, on a spiral but you know, just trying to make sure that everyone's doing the right thing. Right. And that's also on the media too, to like, to you ask, if you lay that up to, to coach K, he'll, he'll hit that one out of the park. Sure. But if you, yeah. if you just go with how was practice today, how are they, you know, he's just going to skip about it. But if you get him going, that, yeah. that, that gets you that clip that goes viral on the internet that gets everywhere and then forces yeah. the hand of the ACC. So the media has a piece of this too, that like, if, if they are, if they feel strongly too, because you know, I was there. I was in the press box for three or four games for football this year. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't go now. <laughs> <after that. laughs> 
Um, and I'm yeah. vaccinated, but yeah. I, you know, like it's on us to like also to, to question, like to hear their thoughts, to hear what the coaches actually think and to ask yeah. them. Yeah, no doubt. Well, if you are listening to us, you already know we're here advocating for coaches to speak up more. We'll make sure we'll do that when we get an opportunity. And as well as our media friends who are watching us, we'll make sure they know that it's time to put everyone on blast and make sure everyone's soapbox is right and clear. AJ, we know people can find you not just here, but other places. Can you remind them of where they can find you and follow your work? Absolutely. I'm the host of Locked On Boston College. I promise you I don't talk about the COVID stuff all the time. <laughs> I've been talking about football and Christmas. I had Christmas. <laughs> I had my top three Christmas songs. Let okay. Up, and my number one was Mariah Carey. <laughs> Ooh, there it is. There it is. I love uh, my, some Mariah. And, and, so I'll, I'll give you my top three. So I did my my top three Christmas songs. My third one um, was, and I'm totally blanking on it. My number two was uh, Holl- uh, Christmas and Hollis by Run DMC. Ooh, and my yeah. number one. My number one is Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You, which you I go. think a lot of my fans really hated me for putting up, but I can't get that song out of my head. So, you know. uh, But I talked a lot about that kind of silly stuff because there's no basketball right now, so <laughs> I'm going to talk about whatever I can. There um, you go. You, you can check it out on Lockdown Boston College. I'm also the editor and publisher of Sports Illustrated's uh, BC Bulletin. Um, I cover everything BC, whether it's football, basketball, recruiting, everything in between. Uh, check me out, and you can follow me on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC. No doubt. Candace Cooper, AJ Black. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Make sure you hit us up on YouTube and at Twitter at Locked on ACC. If you want to talk to us more there, you can follow us in our personal handles below. We will talk tomorrow more basketball news as we try and you know figure all of these things out. And then we'll get you right for the weekend, all the betting action. Make sure you guys are locked and loaded there. Until next time.